0: Log Talk Radio. Wake up, wake up, wake up, up. wake up, Get up, get up, get up, get up,
1: wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, 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 I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is teaching us that all life is interconnected, that we are all one. And ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching this for eons. What you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself, and when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is The Soul Phone with Dr. Gary Schwartz. I was introduced to Dr. Gary actually by a dear friend of mine, uh, Suzanne Giesman. Um, and she had, been, had given me a reading, my very first reading, on my son Kyle's birthday, on Thanksgiving Day of last year of 2016, and um, that is how I actually came to know of Dr. Gary, is through Suzanne. So welcome, Dr. Gary, to Awake to Oneness Radio.
2: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here with you.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'd like to share with you and the listeners... Um, my experience um, that last Thanksgiving. Um, sure. Like I said, my my son's birthday, Kyle. My my son Kyle transitioned two and a half years ago, at the age of 29, and mm. um, um, it was about a week before Thanksgiving. His birthday some years his birthday is November 24th, so some years his birthday is right on Thanksgiving Day. And this past year, his birthday fell on Thanksgiving, so about a week before his birthday, I was thinking about him a lot. I know he's still with me, and I was at complete peace when he transitioned, because um, I had been through a lot, and um, just from my my spiritual knowing that um, there is no death. So I was at peace. I understood this was a soul um, decision, and I understood it was a sole agreement between him and myself. But anyway, so about a week before uh, Thanksgiving Day, I emailed Suzanne. Suzanne had been a guest on my show May of last year, and so I emailed Suzanne because I knew I'd never had a reading with a medium, but I knew mm-hmm. I I wanted one, and I knew one after I had a show done a show with uh, Suzanne, Suzanne I knew she was the person I wanted to have a reading with so I emailed her about a week before Kyle's birthday and I just said you know I've been thinking a lot about Kyle his birthday's on Thanksgiving she emailed me right back and she said well let's do a reading on his birthday and I was like surprised because I'm like that's Thanksgiving day <laughs> I, you know I didn't want to take her away from her family mm-hmm. or anything so I said Suzanne are you sure and she said and and I I believe this to be true because i know know suzanne and you know suzanne she said spirit had already told her to save that day for a mother who had lost a son she didn't know who but spirit already told her to save the day for me so i was like okay great so so and and suzanne does many many readings so we did a reading that morning and uh she recorded it with her uh, she has a really good microphone that she records uh, readings with. And I also recorded it, video recorded it in Zoom. Um, and during the, as soon as she invited Kyle to come in, she heard this sound, this whooshing sound coming from her computer. And she asked me, did you hear that? I couldn't hear a thing, a thing on my end during live. I couldn't. On the audio tape, yes. So... Eventually, she sent me the audio tape, her audio tape, and I didn't even listen to it for two days later. Two days later, I listened to it, and I could actually hear Kyle's voice. And so I emailed her, and I said, Suzanne, listen right at this point. So I told her exactly where to go to listen, and she almost fell out of her chair. Because of all the readings she's done, this is the first time this has happened, EVP, which I had never heard of, uh, electronic voice phenomena. And not only did we have Kyle's voice on tape, but also my little dog, Coco, who transitioned in 2007, my little dog, because Kyle was holding Coco, you can clearly hear Coco's bark on the tape. Mm-hmm. So, and so she right away sent the tape off to you. And so now I just had to I had to share with you and the listeners that amazing experience. So
2: it's like Yes, and your it, and your tape was, you know, particularly clear. I mean one of the people have been reporting electronic voice phenomena for a very long time. But the problem has been that it is extremely erratic, it appears to be extremely difficult for spirit to be able to try to manipulate or input uh, you know have an effect on conventional audio technology and Of course, one of the primary reasons for that is because in in the in the form that they 're in now they don 't have the level of physical energy that is the energy that can impact the physical world including air molecules mm-hmm. like we can we have a physical body and part of the part of why the cell phone technology r- research is coming along so uh, so really extraordinarily is because we've been using um extrasensitive technology to mm-hmm. be able to look at signals that are far beyond what we can what we can hear or we can see or we can feel and then designing that technology in a way that that optimizes um, a collaborating spirit being able to use it you know with the with the goal of ultimately having a a, a reliable technology communication mm-hmm. device yes yes yes
1: yes so it's so it's so amazing the work you did because like I said I had not heard of you or the work or of EVP until this experience I had and then as soon as um, she sent the audio off to you I started
0: researching mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so
1: <laughs> so please please share with our listeners you know the work that you're doing um, developing the soul phone and how this work came about how did you Get to this place in your career.
2: Well, that's a that's believe it or not, that's a deep, long, and um, amusing story. Um, But the very short version is that Mm -hmm. I have a background in both electronics and in music. When Mm -hmm. I was in grade school and high school and college, in fact, I started out as an electrical engineer. So that affinity for equipment, you know, is part of my my background. And then mm-hmm. when I finished my PhD um, in, in the area of clinical psychology and what's called psychophysiology, relationship between mind and body at Harvard, I continued to use technology like re- recording electrocardiograms, ECGs, you know, the electrical activity of the heart, or EEGs, electrical activity of the brain, or EMGs, electrical signals from muscles. So in other words, this is part of my my professional life, both at Harvard and at Yale. But I mm-hmm. was not, um, I was not spiritually inclined or aware at all. Um, I was raised in an atheist home, essentially, um, by parents who, who believed that it was ashes to ashes, dust to dust, case closed. Um, they didn't believe in any kind of God or higher power, as far as I could tell. I was then raised by Western science which is very materialistic in its orientation and um, and so for me it um, circumstances had to um, push me to become mm-hmm. open to the idea that there was a greater spiritual reality um, and that's a, a long a long uh, and, and wonderful journey but because you want to focus on the soul phone, what we should do is 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 say, how did I get to that and okay. very briefly, um, I had the privilege to do. Uh, research on mediums. So when I started becoming open up to spirituality and I and I learned that that people claimed to be able to speak to mediums and I met multiple people who were grieving the loss of loved ones and wanted to know scientifically whether it was not was it was possible to prove whether or not consciousness survived you know physical death. And in the late 1990s when I began doing this work I had the opportunity to to end up doing research with some extraordinary mediums, including John Edward, who some of your audience may know, or Mm -hmm. Suzanne Northrup, or um, Mm -hmm. George Anderson, um, and so on. And I actually did the first ever TV for television um, live, well, for the camera, um, Mm -hmm. research, seeing whether or not mediums could... uh, uh, get information under controlled conditions. And it turned out that the primary sitter was someone who had lost her son. And he was, you know, not a child like your son was. And so very early on, I was exposed to uh, and was forced to the conclusion that some mediums were real. They weren't all frauds. They weren't all cold readers. But there was a real phenomena here and that some people really gifted at it and they really cared. They cared about, the, about the, the, the people that they were serving, both here and on the other side. In fact, they cared about spirit as much as they cared about us in the physical. Um, and also that they wanted to elevate the work. Um, they felt that there, was, that there was a higher purpose for this work, that love continued, um, and so on. However, in working with mediums, no matter how gifted they are, and of course, Suzanne Giesbin is one of the, you know, one of the most gifted mediums that I've had the privilege to come to know and work with, and, and so on. Um, no medium is p- is perfect. And also, there there are there are limitations in terms of being able to get details of information. And finally, there are relatively few people. Who who are who are like the Suzanne Giesmans or the Suzanne Wilsons or the Suzanne Northrops? By the way, a lot of mediums with the name Suzanne. Interestingly, <laughs> um, so um, the the question was, could we build technology that could um, be uh, designed specifically for the constraints and unique situation that spirits uh, now live in? People who have who have a, you know if you would shed their physical bodies. And I began doing that work um, really over 15 years ago, um, but it wasn't until around nine, about 2009, with uh, when I started being able to purchase very sophisticated equipment like what's called a silicon photomultiplier system. What that means in plain English is it's a special piece of newly designed technology that can detect single photons of light in a pitch-black environment. It's used in biomedical imaging technology. A single sensor costs $2,500. It's very expensive. But mm-hmm. the question is, um, if you have access to this technology, and then you, and you, you, you set it up under the right conditions, and we put a, a box within a box within a box, so it was pitch black, and then you have, you know, when I put my scientific language on, I refer to them as, as hypothesized collaborating spirits or... Um, uh, I used to call them uh, hypothesized departed co-investigators, um, mm-hmm. depending upon what the playful language was. But our what became our spirit team—that w- that individuals on the other side who were truly committed to putting in time and energy to helping this technology be born um, for the best and highest good—I found that sure enough, you could use this technology under controlled conditions um and get statistically reliable results now what does that mean what that means is that if you if you collected enough data you could show scientifically including under double blind conditions that the they could use this technology and it was it was statistically beyond chance mm-hmm. but statistically significant does not mean Practically useful, so for example, um with the silicon photomultiplier system um spirit may be able to use this and and be able to use it effectively seventy percent of the time. Well, seventy percent of the time is really extraordinary mm-hmm. when you think about it, but yes. it's not practical. It's sort of like the Wright brothers when they first built their airplane right. their airplane could fly for twelve seconds fifty nine seconds. If there wasn't a breeze, they couldn't get it into the air. I mean, it was completely unpractical and it was unreliable, but it was proof of concept right. because you, we knew that it was possible. And so, inspired by that and then the use of other technology, a few years ago, we decided to pull out all the stops, especially with the continued collab with the continued collaboration. From what we call our A team, our spirit team, plus what we call the B team of you know of scientists here and mediums like Suzanne Giesman and Suzanne Wilson and others, um, and my wife Rhonda Schwartz, who has become a very gifted medium, um, mm. the the combination uh, uh, led us to say we're going to pull out all the stops and see if we can go from these statistical proof of concept experiments. To producing a working prototype, mm-hmm. um, and that's where we are now. In fact, we are we're, we are so close to producing the first stage of of re- re- reliable communication, which we call the soul switch.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow! So let
2: me—I'll briefly <laughs> tell you Excited. what the soul switch is, then you can ask me lots of questions. Okay? The okay. A soul switch—the the very first thing that you would want to be able to do is to be able to tell whether a spirit was doing something or not. Think of it like a like a, a single key. You want to press a key. Because for a typewriter to work, you have to be able to press the A key. And when you press the A key, it's got to show that there's an A. Mm-hmm. So if you had a, a technology where using particular Types of energy under particular kinds of circumstances, the spirit could, for example, put their finger into a into a, 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 a into a, a an area where there's a, a there's a sensor, and if that sensor mm-hmm. can pick that up, and if it and if it was reliable, and what I mean by reliable, ninety five percent of the time or more. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Once we have that, the soul switch, then we immediately have a yes no communication system. And once we have a yes no communication system, then we can develop what we call a soul keyboard. Mm. Because a soul keyboard a keyboard is simply, you know, thirty one or thirty five simple binary switches. Once we have a soul keyboard, we've got spirit Skype. I mean spirit we have spirit text. Right. And or spirit email. Mm. And once we wow. have that, yes. we have we have we have stage one of of defined communication, and when that happens, everything changes.
1: Yes. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> That's so 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 amazing, and I I keep you know because. I've been told it was yeah. Suzanne told me that Kyle is with me. He's my co-host for this show. Mm
0: -hmm. Whenever
1: I do a show, and he he's very proud of of what I'm doing with the show. I bet. I know Kyle, my son, was like you said how you had just a knack for gadgets. I'll call it. Mm -hmm. My son does, and like you said, like um, yes, yes, yes. So if you're looking for a willing um, participants on the other side. My son, <laughs> I love him. You know what? I'm him. going to tell
2: you. <laughs> guess what? Well, it, it, I, I think it's a lovely idea. And if Kyle, if Kyle wants to do this, because for mm-hmm. for us it's always, it's it's we don't try to talk spirit into doing these things. In fact, most most of the members, I would say virtually all, save for a couple, of people who mm-hmm. are, are members of our. Eighteen, team, the spirit team, they've come right. to us. We haven't come to them. Um, okay. So all of us are doing this voluntarily, obviously. But if Kyle okay. really wants to do this, he might be an ideal person to be uh, one of our first, um, uh, and this is really critical, independent mm-hmm. replication subjects. You see, right now, you know, we work with a team of spirits who have been using all of our other forms of technology. And they, they are our first te- – they, they're, they're like our test pilots, you know, when right. you're developing airplanes. So we have mm-hmm. our test pilot team. But once the technology has gotten to the point where the test pilot says it's safe and it's workable, then what we want to do is we want to work with people on the other side
3: who mm-hmm.
2: who have deep love for both their their parents or their other family members, but also care about humanity in general. And I and my guess is that if mm-hmm. Kyle's if Kyle's co-hosting the show with you, yes. since it's obvious that you care more care about anyone who yes. who understands oneness, experiences mm-hmm. all of us as family. We're all yes. brothers and sisters in the in the in in the in the in the, in the, in the mind and heart of the of you know what Larry you know Darcy calls the one mind or the yes. or the cosmic consciousness or the great spirit yes. or whatever word you want to use or god mm-hmm. um and
1: another and he's another former guest Larry Dossi, yes he's been a guest ah, on this show
2: yes that's mm-hmm. wonderful so yes. i i i'm i'm formally saying that if mm-hmm. if like, Kyle goes to Suzanne and uh, okay. and independently confirms That he wants to be one of the first, um, you know, uh, replication demonstration spirits to be able to show that this technology is useful. um, Mm -hmm. I would be honored.
1: Oh, that is great! That's great. So he's going to be waking Suzanne up tonight in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) I know my son. I know know my son very well.
2: I bet you. I would hope so. Do you know how Suzanne yes. came to me?
0: How? Huh.
2: She and she's not the first, but there's a woman who has quote passed away, um, uh, passed on, but not away. I mean, her name was Susie right. Smith, who um, mm-hmm. who wrote thirty books in the field of parapsychology and life after death. Who I met when she was in her mid 80s. Susie became my adopted grandmother. She used to call me her illegitimate grandson. And <laughs> as Susie was fond of saying. She couldn't wait to die so she could prove that she was still here. Mm. And then she finally did pass away. And then extraordinary things began to happen in my personal and professional life. Well, over the years, Susie has gone to specific mediums who I never knew.
3: Mm.
2: And then she nudged them, cajoled them. To contact me,
1: wow.
2: And Suzanne Gieson was one of those mediums.
1: Wow, amazing. And of
2: course, whenever that happens, I don't just just because somebody says they're a medium doesn't mean that they are, doesn't mean that they're right. good, doesn't mean that right. it was really Susie that was contacting them. So I put them through their paces. You know, I I have a I have to be very careful. You know, as a scientist right. at a at a major university, um, and so I I'm very cautious in in drawing a conclusion. About, about whether or not uh, the medium is genuine, and whether uh, and, and whether Susie Smith picked Suzanne mm-hmm. Eastman right uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to to yes. work with us. But yeah. I was forced to the conclusion
0: mm-hmm.
3: by
2: the overwhelming evidence brought through by Suzanne, and then further confirmed by other mediums that wow. that that Suzanne's been that Susie Smith has been like that. And your Kyle, here he is co-hosting a radio show with you, inspiring yes. you to do this important work. I think that's really special.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I, I am just, you know, overjoyed. Like I said, I, I know he's not gone. I know he's still with me, even though I can't fuss at him to take out the garbage anymore and to clean up his room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know something, you just said something that I've really never thought about. You know there are certain advantages there are certain advantages to shedding a body so for example you um uh you can uh, no longer have to endure severe physical pain or other ailments that happen when you have a body or an older body okay yeah. or um there are other um uh aspects of of life i mean one of the the uh one of the things that I've learned in, in all these years of doing this work and I, I, medically, I, I metaphorically say this, I say that one of the benefits of being on the other side is that it's easier to multitask.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: the, the reason is to do multiple things at the same time because they can literally <laughs> be in multiple places at the same time. At the same well,
1: time, exactly. At
2: the same time, exactly. However, mm-hmm. what I didn't, never really thought about is that there are also advantages is that, that you don't have to do certain chores anymore. <laughs> like taking out the garbage.
1: And cleaning up your room. and I know I Kyle think- is happy that he doesn't have to clean up his room and take out the garbage anymore. I think that's, I
2: think that's I really funny. I know that. I used to say, yeah. and I still do, that one of the things that Susie Smith has taught me is that, um, at least for some of us, our work is never done.
0: Yeah.
2: Um And meaning that the that if you have a mission... For love and caring, that that mission can continue, whether yeah. you have a physical body or not, um, and that's part of the joy of being able to be alive, and to be able to experience and express love, um, and yeah. uh, and so as I you know as uh, as I said Susie because we knew we needed the phrase our work is never done.
1: hmm. This is so true. This is very true and yeah i I do feel Kyle with me all the time, and he did towards the end um he needed a new heart, and it was really he went through a lot um physically mm-hmm. towards the end, so not having that that ailing body that brought him so much pain is 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 a blessing you know he's still here, but he sure. doesn't have that pain, yeah yeah sure so so
2: Oh, you know, one of the things I think that I have been, and I've I probably never said this overtly before, um, but i if you were to ask, if somebody were to ask me, um, of all the, the the people that I've come to know through this work who have experienced the loss of someone they love in one form or another, I think that the most inspiring and for me, um, motivating and, and inspiring um, uh, examples, uh, exemplars, are parents who have lost children, whose children have passed away, and where the bond between the parent and child was so great that and that the and that the inspiration is a two-way street between them here and you know and there um yeah. and the the intention the 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 longing the um the uh the drive for continued connection continued love um is mm-hmm. a a profound incentive for uh, uh yeah. for developing this work
1: mhm yes so true so true, yep, and I know Kyle is gonna be knocking on. Susan's door and say Tell Dr. Jay, <laughs> Yes. I I want to be. <laughs> Definitely. This is great. So now tell us, um, I know I am not in a more layman's term exactly how close we are, how close you are <laughs> to um the, the first step. Like you said, I guess it would be almost like email between um, the spirit world yes. and us.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, what we do is we, we I think we list, it, the way we express it, um, let me sidebar for a second. Um, mm-hmm. Two um, wonderful people, um, Dr. Mark Pitstick um, mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Robert Steritz, they, um, they joined forces to help take this work forward and they created the soul phone foundation mm-hmm. and there's now a website which is called the soulphonefoundation.org or just mm-hmm. simply soulphone.org it'll all get you to that website um okay. and there's now a lot of material about the history of the soul phone and the development of the soul phone we have a uh they have a uh uh a very distinguished spiritual advisory board of mediums mm-hmm. that include Suzanne Giesman, and a very distinguished educational advisory board that includes people like Raymond Moody, Dr. Raymond Moody, and Dr. Evan Alexander, and uh, mm-hmm. a, a whole host of people. Um, and the, this is very inspiring for me because, you know, I'm I, as I explained to people, I'm mostly the boring scientist. You know, I'm the one who's. Mm-hmm. In the lab, serving as a bridge between the the a team and the b team between the mediums uh-huh. and the engineers and and so on and um yes. and they've and in the process of our uh, and so any of your listeners who would like to become involved because we're the purpose of the soul phone foundation is is education community building and fundraising for this for this work and um the uh And one of the things that in the uh, one of the advantages for me personally was that it forced me to become clearer um, about the 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 path that we're on. So the way we Mm -hmm. explain this is that you can think of it as four phases, which we call the the soul switch, soul text, soul Mm -hmm. audio, and soul video. And the the one that the one that we're closest to is mm-hmm. the, um, the soul switch. And what I mean by that is w- uh, the proof-of-concept work is now so great that we know that for – I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of money, but it's also a small amount of money – that for mm-hmm. a few hundred thousand dollars, and literally within a year's time from the time that that funding is raised, Mm -hmm. all of the evidence, and I say this with over 90% assurance, given Mm -hmm. all of the experiments that we've done and all of the data that we've collected, we think that we will be able to go from proof of concept to working prototype. And what that means is we'll have a real switch. And that's a year, a year and a half. And we were talking about something that's very, very close. Now, I always qualify this and say, That the ten percent that it might not work within that time frame, it's a real time percent. It's a real ten percent. So I'm not, you Mm -hmm. know, it's. it's, But I don't. I I can't anymore. What's the word? Suppress my enthusiasm when the data are so compelling. Wow. So the first stage could be, and that's that's the that's the big breakthrough because once you have the soul switch. Then it's other then it's then it's again more money, you know, that's because you have to right. build thirty one switches and you have to get it all coordinated and so on. But that's just again technology. Um right. but in another year or year and a half from the soul switch, which you can immediately use for doing twenty questions if you would, yes no questions
0: mm-hmm. we'll
2: have a working soul keyboard. And that means we'll then have soul text. And once you mm-hmm. have soul texting It's like many people communicate with their loved ones by text. I mean, texting is a very common mode of communication or email. And -hmm. our loved ones will now be able to interact with us um, in in this effortless form. The next stage, soul audio, um, I think that's going to take more time and more money. But we have... Clear proof of concept evidence that yes. it's that it's that it's that it's that that it's possible. I mean that it's mm-hmm. that we know it's 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 like 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 the Wright brothers knew that flight was right. possible once Kitty Hawk happened. We now yeah. know that soul audio is possible, and in a in a presentation I gave um, last December mm-hmm. at the a keynote address at the American Academy for, for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies, I
1: mm-hmm.
2: gave a presentation um, about the, the current research in the soul phone, and it includes about probably half hour to 45 minutes of the work that we've been doing on um, measuring subaudible, subliminal
1: vocalization
2: mm-hmm. speech of spirit and documenting that under controlled conditions, you can demonstrate that, that all of this is real. Mm. At, that, at this point, it's not speech. What, what you're, right. what you, I mean, what we, what we have are spectral analyses of time-locked words spoken in sync with the computer over and over again. I mean, it's, it's not yet – you can't hear a voice. But right. what you can – but but we know it is the voice that is speaking words in sync with the computer that is being registered. And, and so it's – we know that it's doable. But what kind of microphones and what kinds of amplifiers and what kind of soundproof chambers and what kinds of statistical, you know, electronic filtering and so on, all of those kinds of details. Um, right to make it a, 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 a truly usable technology, that's going to take more time. But is it going to take mm-hmm. 20 years or 30 years? No. I mean, it's, at the, at right now, the limiting factor is funds. Mm-hmm. It's all limited by ha- being able to hire the engineers and, and purchase the equipment to take it to the yeah. next stage. Okay, And okay. then also, we are simultaneously doing work on what we call soul video. Um, mm-hmm. And this is being able to see spirit in three dimensional space, and we have currently we have brand new software literally we 're testing it over the next couple of weeks um, but but it, there we are let's just say the we're very close to being able to conclude that mm-hmm. again statistical proof of concept. That we can be, that we can detect spirit using special imaging camera systems,
0: wow.
2: um, in, re, in in a statistically reliable fashion. And again, once you have that, then it's only a matter of time. So it's it's unfolding. But you know, if and I've been blessed that I that I've never had a child who's passed away. Um, mm-hmm. I've also been blessed that um, that when somebody like Susie passed away. I didn't have one medium or two mediums or three mediums or four mediums. I've had over 13 different mediums um, wow. communicate with Susie. And, uh-huh. they, and they become friendly with her. So she becomes yeah. like, a, like a member of their family. So I'm blessed to be able to receive a lot of, 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 of communication from Susie right. through mediums. However, yeah. if I had the ability... To text with Susie, I would do mm-hmm. it in a heartbeat. Right. And yes. So you know that's. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is very close. Yes.
1: Yes, I believe so too. Um, I once said um, about fifty years away, and someone told me much closer than that. Um, it's a, a, another guest I had that she also she works with EVP. Uh, Sherry Pearl is her name. Right. Um, But she said she thinks it's more like 25 years at the moment.
2: Well, I think that that the way that she's doing it, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: it might be 2,500 years. Because I do not think that using standard tape recorders and standard Uh, phones, mm -hmm. that that will ever work because the technology is not designed for them. It takes Mm -hmm. tremendous effort. For them to right. do this, they can't do it reliably, you can't mm-hmm. hear it very well, and the hope that somehow we could use a conventional phone or a conventional mm-hmm. tape recorder um, I think that's highly improbable okay, okay. and mm-hmm. and people and, and unfortunately um, most people are not aware of the the kinds of sophisticated And this is not a criticism. I mean, it's most people are not in a position like myself to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars and to be able to work with engineers and be able to, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. people who are working individually can't do that. Right. They they have done the the profoundly important work of showing the opportunity for this to be born. The
1: possibilities.
2: The possibility but the the engineering to go from the the, the 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 next step you have to do the kind of thing that we're doing mm-hmm. and yeah. I, and and when I and and it doesn't have to be us per se by the way for right. the record and and I would love your audience to know this if somebody else came along with a soul switch or soul mm-hmm. text or soul phone i would say hallelujah Congratulations! Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I just want to be able to use the technology. Yes. Yeah. The reason mm-hmm. that we and my, our our team are doing this work is because right now there is nobody else, practically, who's giving it the time and the energy uh, to build it. And Let. so, you know, when the you, you know you you do what you have to do. Um, mm-hmm. Given the circumstances right um,
1: and I, I do think um I think the circumstances of Kyle coming through on his birthday was because i I believe it took uh, Suzanne said it it took a lot for him to do that, you know like exactly you, said, you, you can clearly hear a male's it was just myself and Suzanne, but you can right. clearly hear a male's voice. Sure. And 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 for him to do that, and it was funny because they <laughs> did. Yeah. Well, here's wait. Let me tell you what was funny please. is he didn't, she didn't realize that he was trying to do that, and when because yep. he kept making this swooshing noise through her computer, and she's trying to you know give me a reading, and it's distracting. So she's <laughs> like, "Will you please cut it out?" <laughs> right. <laughs> and it, let and me it tell you something. like he said, no, <laughs> you know, I'm not well, going to cut it out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: But let me tell you something. Yeah. This is my scientist language, working hypothesis. Mm-hmm. My working hypothesis is that if Kyle could make a phone do this or make a tape mm-hmm. recorder do this, he would be doing it all the time with you. The reason mm-hmm. that you're not receiving that kind of evidence is because this technology is not designed for them. We have to design the technology to fit their circumstances. And guess what? Mm -hmm. They know what they need. Mm -hmm. And so we actually work with a a team of scientists as well as others, and they're giving us the details about the physics of spirit and the the nature of the kind of physics this mm-hmm. is their intellectual property. It's not right. ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a yeah. it's a it's a very unusual.
1: These yeah. are very
2: special times. Even though these are very challenging times mm-hmm. for humanity and for the planet, and we have got to awaken, as you know. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. also a time of great opportunity.
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I truly feel, even just this year, things are speeding up, and um, I hear in spiritual realms, people talking about the veil between the spirit world and our world getting thinner Mm -hmm. and thinner, which will make this technology that you're working on even that more profound, because the the veil is getting thinner. It's not that, that far, it's not that thick. Anymore, And it's getting thinner and thinner. And I do believe things are speeding up and people are uh-huh. awakening. Uh-huh. Um, I think hundreds a day are awakening to the truth of the truth that there is no death, the truth that there is only eternal life, and that the mm-hmm. consciousness does go on and that we're all connected. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, And, you know, one of the things that is very in- inspiring for me, uh and I'll, I'll share with you something that nobody's heard before partly because it only happened yesterday and mm. partly because this is a special show your show so I'll I'll give I you see. a scoop you ready for this oh. yes yeah. we are working with a a person who right now I his name needs to remain uh uh what's the word uh, anonymous anonymous yeah
1: uh, yeah
2: but he is a, a, an executive producer in television who um is deeply interested in this work and he decided that he wanted to uh produce a documentary on the soul phone not just yeah. about the the history and evolution of the technology but more important what it will mean for humanity for religion for science for business for education and so on mm. if yeah. if and when this technology occurs okay mm. and he he and uh his uh Uh, one of his major videographers, um, flew to Tucson um, to to be with us at the University of Arizona um, on Tuesday and Wednesday. And on Wednesday morning, he asked if I I could uh, show him and they could video record uh, as preparatory material to show people who would, you know, who would, who would purchase this kind of documentaries such as HBO or Netflix or whatever. Could -hmm. I give an example of what experiments look like? And he wanted to do it historically. So what I did was I took the – I I demonstrated the first two proof-of-concept technologies. We've now done over nine, but these were the first two. And the first one was what's called the silicon photomultiplier system. And the second one is – uses – Um, measures very low-level magnetic fields that are uh, shielded uh, by a a magnetic field uh, shielding system called a zero-gauss chamber. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I have spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours with specific spirits where they learned and practiced using this technology and, and were able to produce a whole set of phenomena. And this phenomenon these and these demonstrations are very powerful when you see them, but again remember they're still like seventy to eighty percent accurate and so mm-hmm. I would never do a demonstration like this live because our our spirit team you know this is not a circus this is not a you know this is a they're not performing they are we're developing technology but in a serious documentary, I would love it if uh if if this uh if we, if, if, this, if, if one of the spirits who had been working with this technology with me for years, if he mm-hmm. could return and use this equipment, now re- remember, we're not using this equipment anymore. This is history. It still works and everything else, but we've moved on to these the technologies that will that will be the breakthrough.
0: Okay, mm-hmm.
2: like the, the the particular technology we're using for the current soul switch. Me, but however so what, what we did and I did this in in the, uh, in, in in obviously with uh, uh since I'm not a medium um right. my wife for example Rhonda by the way she has a new book that's come out called a love eternal um the mm-hmm. new edition which um introduces in chapter 28 um who the spirit team is and how they've come to join us and so on um oh. uh the uh she uh, contacted one of our mm-hmm. team members that, we've, that, that that I worked with, but, of course, I can't see or hear him. I only can do it by way of the computer and the technology, Who's, and his name is Harry, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: she invited Harry um, to come, and now Harry hasn't worked with this technology in two or three years, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't know if he could use it or not. But after I went and gave the explanation and showed how it measured single photons of light and did various demonstrations to show how it measured all this and how the software worked, we then invited Harry to demonstrate the various things that he can do with this technology. And literally, with th- within three minutes, he did the whole thing. It was like it was it was jaw dropping. Mm-hmm. And the, and what I heard was, I mean. Um, I don't know, you know, through a medium, was that right. that once you've learned how to use the technology, and it took a lot of practice for him to learn how to use this technology. He said, it's, he said it's like riding a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I. <laughs> I thought he was have thinking. to relearn all over again. <laughs> and no, it, yes. he he could, he could really do it. And then we moved into the uh, the the uh, the this low level um, magnetic field detecting system. And again, mm-hmm. I demonstrated how the magnetic sensors work and how the shielding work and how the computer software was developed and how the, what the different magnitudes of the responses were and what a yes response was and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then we invited Harry to demonstrate the use of the technology. And lo and behold, it was a glorious demonstration. Wow. And it was so heartwarming. You know, yes. it's heartwarming, first of all, that that these spirits have been working with us for years now. Mm-hmm. Talk about mm-hmm. commitment. Yeah, you yeah, know, you it's right. talk about love. Talk about devotion. So there's all of that. And then mm-hmm. they've got the skills. Because I yeah. can't do anything with my man, mind. I can't do mm. squat. I can't ma- manipulate the silicon photomultiplier detector with my mind. I can't manipulate the magnetic fields with my mind. I mean, Mm -hmm. nobody that I know can do this walking into the lab. But Harry, and we call him the home run king, and we even use metaphors of of stacking the amplitudes of the signals on the software as being a single, Uh double, a triple, a home run, a home run on the stands and a home run out of the park. He is, in terms of our team of spirit collaborators, he's a home-run king. Right.
0: Um, Wow. And so
2: anyway, witnessing Mm -hmm. that and then having Mm -hmm. it professionally recorded, it's so heartwarming. It's so encouraging.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's great. And Harry knew, too, that, okay, I've got to step up my game because this is going (laughs) to be for this documentary. (laughs) And also... I know, as you were saying, you haven't worked with Harry in a couple of years. That's that's that's
2: not in, no, on that no no, side, no, 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 no. I didn't I didn't mean to say that. We've oh, okay. Been, Harry, Harry, Harry is a regular member. He's worked with all the equipment. Oh, okay. Okay, as has um, a, a few other spirits who are our prime. He is. He's the number one test pilot. Okay. The okay. metaphor of the test pilot, and he test pilots all of this equipment, but he hadn't worked okay. with that equipment, oh, the okay. early equipment. That's one. I just in would have made sure that it was I, right. Oh, exactly. okay.
1: I understand. I understand. But yeah, uh, but still, time is not time on the other side is not like it is here for us. We use time as a a linear measurement, but in on, in the <coughs> spirit world, there is no time. <laughs>
2: well, you know uh-huh. if uh, if yeah. if I may be so bold and uh-huh. if you'll uh, I would love to be able to share something that oh, particular statement which many people believe, the statement uh-huh. there is no time in the uh, on the other side, right. that statement is actually inconsistent with the scientific evidence
0: uh-huh. and And let
2: me tell you how we can know that that's true in in plain in plain everyday language have you mm-hmm. heard for example that there's music on the other side
1: i'm sure there is yeah i, well, I do okay. okay but you yeah. haven't
2: heard that there is okay well a, Not really, a lot of mm-hmm. okay, a lot of mediums report that there are and secondly mm-hmm. people who have died who are musicians um, tell us that there is so we could mm-hmm. so to speak give them the benefit of the doubt now mm-hmm. think about this Can music take place without time? No. By definition, in order to Mm -hmm. play a melody, in order to play Mm -hmm. rhythm, in order for a song to have a beginning, middle, and an end, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: there has to be time. And the only way that you can replicate a song is to have time. Also, spirits on the other side grow and evolve. Mm -hmm. The whole notion of growth and evolution means, Mm -hmm. again, that there is time. Mm -hmm. I don't think the statement is actually correct to saying that there is no time. The way I would frame it Mm -hmm. is that time is not as rigidly constrained as it is here. Things can go much faster. Things can happen Mm -hmm. virtually instantaneously. It's easier to go backwards in time and forwards in time, more Mm -hmm. effortlessly on the other side. But the blanket statement that there is no time is, okay. um, I, I think, is probably not correct.
0: Okay.
2: And so my, as a scientist, I say, my mm-hmm. working hypothesis is that there is there is time on the other side. It's just a more flexible, free time than more what we do here. what yeah. More fluid time. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Fluid time. I'll quote you on that.
1: Yes. Yeah hmm So true, so true. Wow. I'm just, I'm so excited. It's just because I know, I know all of this work, and then I'm really now really excited. I can't wait for this documentary to come out because this is going to be great, great exposure for the Foundation so the Foundation mm-hmm. can raise more money so this work can get done even quicker.
2: So I think yeah. you're right. I mean, what I'm hoping is that everybody on the other side will pull out all the stops to try to influence people on this side. Um mm-hmm. because, you know, it's it's um right now the, the documentary they've produced what's called the um the teaser or the sizzler, you know, the three minute mm-hmm. introduction to the film. And they've produced right. what's called uh, I i never heard of these words before. They call it a keynote, which is like a PowerPoint of description of it. And they've produced mm-hmm. a storyline um and so on, and so all the pieces have been remember these these people are pros they've produced all the right. pieces that you would need to be able to show it to an executive at h b o or netflix or or right. a network um, to see right. whether uh if somebody will pick it up yes. but
1: yes
0: and I we know shall it see. Will get picked up. <laughs> so, I you
1: know, I know it will because it's just. I mean, it's it's so. I mean, the so. I mean, who wouldn't want everyone? it would be like now, like everybody has a, a cell phone in their pocket. Mm-hmm. it would it, be. Everybody wants a cell phone. There's no sure. one on the planet that would not want one. <laughs> you know? So yes, yes, this is this is coming. And it's coming much quicker than we, I think, we imagine. Because uh, that's just the way technology is nowadays.
2: It's just, it's, yeah, by it's the come. way, you know what you just reminded me of? What's that? I, I want to thank you for this. There's a movie um, that's called Hidden Figures. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the movie or not, or any of your audiences oh, has, no. has seen it. But it's a movie about three black women. Who were mm-hmm. they? Were called computers. They did uh, work with numbers as part of the okay. NASA space program, and it was it was it was up for the, for the, for an uh, Oscar. It was one of the top ten pictures, and one of the actresses, okay. and I apologize, I forgot her name, um, won an Oscar for her role in this. But anyway, there's a line mm-hmm. that Kevin Costner is, stars in the movie, um, and mm-hmm. there was a line that it. yeah, uh, must me too. Um, mm-hmm. There was a line that was that he said to, um, to one of the main uh, female characters, an African-American woman who was in NASA mm-hmm. doing this work, which is then repeated at the end of, of, the, of the movie. And the line is, I'm going to quote it, paraphrase it, because I don't have the words in front of me. But he, mm-hmm. he says to her, he says, he says, do you think we'll ever get to the moon? And she says, we're already there. And the line <laughs> we are already there means we've got all the technology. It's going to happen. It's gonna yes. unfold. It's done. Yes. Just yes. now it's do a the done work. Deal.
0: Yes. It's a done yes.
2: deal. Yes. And it I'm is beginning a done deal. to feel I'm mm-hmm. beginning to feel that yes. um you know yes. we're already there, meaning yes. that this is we're we're on the path. It's going yes. to happen. Uh, we just yes. have to all we have to we have to become one to yes. make this happen.
0: Yes, yes.
2: And it in turn Maybe. will help us yes. help us mm-hmm. the rest of us you know us know that we're one.
1: Yes, 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 yes. And I do believe I do believe mankind. Will um, I had a sci- I've had several scientists on my show, so I love the fact mm-hmm. that my my show has a mixture of science and spirituality, and mm-hmm. people of all walks all walks of life have been like sure. artists and musicians. But I love uh, there was a scientist that said, and I think it was Tom Campbell. He said that um, oneness is not a belief; it's a fact of life. 's been you know quantum physics has proven over a hundred years ago that all 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 matter, what we call matter, even our physical body, which is what we call matter, all of it is energy, and all of that energy is interconnected there's it's
3: mm-hmm.
1: just, just one you know uh, um, one vibrating field of 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 um, unified field theory but um sure. so it it, it 's not um, speculation anymore that we're one. It's a fact. You know, just like uh when mankind used to think the world was flat. And he found okay, went out into space and looked at it, it doesn't look flat flat and he saw that it's a, a blue ball in space. So um this once mankind awakens to the truth of oneness, there will be peace because you know whatever you do to another person you're literally doing to a part of yourself. So that is, By the and way, that, I just that heard, that's coming.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I, maybe someday you'll write a book, and the <laughs> title of that book and the title of that book might be, "The Truth of Oneness," because you mm-hmm. just used the phrase "the truth of oneness," and I've never yeah. heard those words put together like that. But there's um. a certain poetry in the truth of oneness; it just sounds good. Well, Uh
1: Kyle did say in
2: the reading with Suzanne, Kyle said,
1: There's
2: a book in me. (laughs) Ah. Yes, he did. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, you, I mean, the very fact that you've picked this as the theme of your show and the Mm -hmm. fact that you are seeing this from so many different vantage points, you really might Mm -hmm. want to consider that. I I have a new book that's just finally coming out. Um, It's now available on Amazon.com, but they've got still errors Mm -hmm. in the. In the description, but it's called uh, super synchronicity, where science Mm -hmm. and spirit meet. And the previous title was called synchronicity and the one mind, Mm -hmm. Um, but for various reasons, the publisher felt that we should use a simpler title um, that Mm -hmm. people can understand. But the I was forced to the conclusion by the phenomena of what I call supersynchronicities. And supersynchronicities are when six or more events Mm
0: -hmm.
2: occur in close proximity in time, and they're all interconnected, and they're pointing in a particular direction. So instead of it being a coincidence or just two things or three things, it's six or more. And I Mm -hmm. describe many of those kinds of supersynchronicities in my book. When you... The more you witness supersynchronicity and you analyze them, you realize that the only explanation that can account for the totality of the evidence is the notion of one mind, of one consciousness, and mm-hmm. that we're all part of it. And so synch- supersynchronicity in our personal lives mm-hmm. becomes evidence of oneness Yes, in a very deep in a very deep way and mm-hmm. and maybe sometime you and I could chat about that.
1: Oh, that sounds great. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. And and I'm definitely now I'm writing notes. I have to look up that I have I one of the things I don't do is really watch a lot of television and I, I don't watch new, I don't have um commercial television and I I stop watching news Uh, Since 9-11 So Mm -hmm. new movies I don't know too much about But that Hidden Figures I I definitely am going to check That movie out Uh, If it's not in the theaters I will uh, look for it on um, Amazon Um, Yes it's
2: available on Amazon But also
1: your book What was the name of the new book That just came out The
2: book is called Super Synchronicity Where Science and Spirit Meet
1: Okay I'm going to look that one up, too. Okay, awesome. Very, very good. Well, this is, I can't believe the hour has already gone by. But thank you so much. We are definitely going to keep in contact. And matter of fact, uh, you might be contacting me after Kyle contacts Susan. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Kyle That would make me smile. That would be so fun. That would be so fun. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Gary. I am so, so honored. And, yes, I have on, um, please share your website and how people can find you and I have I do have your website and the Soul Phone Foundation on my website but you share it Perfect. um for those who are listening and are not sure. looking at the website right now
2: my personal website is dr gary schwartz that's d r g a r y s c h w a r t z.com so it's www.drgaryschwartz.com the soul phone mm-hmm. foundation um, website is www.thesoulphone.com.org. I'm sorry, thesoulphone.org, or just simply soulphone.org. That is www.soulphone.org, and it'll get you okay. to the soulphone.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. There's so much uh, good things to look forward to: the the uh, documentary and the uh, work, all the work that you're doing, and the the so we're the switch, then the text, then voice, then video.
0: Right? You got it. That's what
1: we're, yes. Okay And the switch is about a year away I say it From my yep. voice From the time I get universe. the
2: funding That's what we're doing yes.
1: Oh yeah The funding is there It's like
2: <laughs> It's a done
1: deal It's a done deal It's, it's, done <laughs> it's already deal. done yep. <laughs> Okay Well thank you Thank you so much Dr. Gary This has been amazing You have a wonderful weekend And we you definitely too. will be in touch by email And, and Suzanne and everything I Actually Suzanne. Suzanne will be in my area in October.
3: I'm oh, going to get to
1: meet. Yes, she's going to be in well in Scranton, which is a half. I'm in the Poconos, and she's going to mm-hmm. be in Scranton area, Wilkes-Barre, actually. So about a half an hour away from me. So I'll get to meet Suzanne in per- person in October, and I'm so excited. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And if I ever get to Arizona, I'm going to be knocking on your door just to say hey. <laughs> you better. Okay, all right. Thank you so much. You have a Thank great weekend. God bless. God soon. bless you. Okay. Bye. All right, bye-bye.